What's Good Podcast. Are you ready? Your number one source. To all the keys in the industry. With Brianna Javon. It's the What's Good Podcast. Hey, ladies and gents, this is Brianna Javon with What's Good Podcast. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. As you know, this is season two, and we're just going to keep this thing going. And so as you know, we don't have um, interviews. Instead, we have genuine conversations. So let's get right into it. Today, we have Candy. How are you? I'm good. Awesome. That's good. That's good. And I usually start off everything with an icebreaker. Some people get real nervous. So I'm like, y'all just calm down. It's all right. <laughs> and so your icebreaker I'm for today. I'm so nervous. <laughs> it is going to be okay. All right. So your icebreaker is what is a personality trait that has gotten you in the most trouble? Oh, gosh. The fact that I'm like super, super blunt. I've always been super blunt since I've been a child, like with my, you know, my, my mother, my mom raised me. Um, and, you know, we always got into fights, even in school, with my mm-hmm. teacher, the, sometimes, you know, kids at school, like I'm a very nice person, but if I feel like, you know, I'm like disrespected in any way, um, then I'm going to like, let you know, like, don't come at me like that, you know? Which you so should. That's <laughs> and quite a, you know, quite a few things, you know, but I don't know. I like that about my personality because I feel like it's not, I don't feel like it's a bad thing that I'm, I'm real with you, you know, yeah. especially if you come at me first on something that's like super disrespectful that I'm going to tell you, don't disrespect me like that. Like, you yeah. know, but it's got me in trouble for it. Yeah. I mean, I can feel that because some people will try it. And so you have to let them know, hey, don't, I'm not the one. Be cool. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely, yeah. definitely feel that. Yeah. All right, Candy. So we're going to go ahead and get into our genuine conversation. So tell us who you are and just give us an introduction. Okay. I'm Candy. My first name is Candace. I am a artist um, in Dallas, Texas. I was... I mean, I don't know. I I'm, I was a fitness model before I became a, you know, music artist. And I did a lot of fitness videos on Instagram and social media. I was a professional cheerleader. Bang, bang. I cheered for the Texans. Yeah. Yes. And um, I also did American Ninja Warrior. I've done a lot of things in, like, entertainment. Mm-hmm. As far as, like, you know, American Ninja Warrior and... Um, uh, Texas cheerleading team. Um, I've done a lot of like calendar features, swimsuit mm-hmm. calendars. I was in the Texans calendar, all kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now I am focusing on my music career. Now, have you always been in music or it was just something like, you know what, I'm really good at this. Let's just go ahead and try it out, figure it out and let's see what's going to happen. So I've been in music since I was a child. My biggest nice. dream was to be like, a star on a stage in front of so many people. Mm-hmm. I would always have like my brush in my hand singing a song or something. And I wrote my first song when I was seven. Mm-hmm. I got a whooping for it. And ever since then, I've just been into music. I was, I was, when I got out of high school and I went to college, that's when I really started pursuing it like big time. But 
my parents were not having it. They were like, you cannot, you can't rap, you can't do this. Like you need to focus on school, blah, 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 all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I was, it was bad. So I like took a break from it. Mm-hmm. And just about two, three years ago, I got back into it. And yeah, now I'm here. <laughs> well, what made you, even though your parents wasn't as supportive, I'm sure they're supportive now, right? What made you continue to pursue it where you are today? I mean, I just think of it as it's my life. Like nobody's going to live my life. Like, I, like they're not going to make me happy if I'm not doing what, you know, I love to do. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like I got to, you know, I got to make myself happy. Sure. So, you know, I wasn't satisfied with my life at that point in time you know when after you know I took a break and I was doing school and doing what my parents wouldn't wanted me to do I wasn't living life for me I was living life for other people so Mm. when I finally figured out okay this is my passion this is what I want to do this is what makes me happy it it just all fell in place and so how do you get away from those distractions for people that say candy you need to stick to maybe dancing you need to stick to maybe being a fitness model how do you get rid of those distractions to continue to pursue, like you mentioned, your gifts and your passion? You just believe in yourself. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, nobody can tell you you're, you need to do something. If, you know, if you genuinely believe in your heart, this is what you love to do. This is your passion. Mm-hmm. Then you go for it. And anything that you do, no matter who you are, there's going to be people who disagree with it. Right. Especially for me, coming from someone that that was like very popular in the fitness you know industry, mm-hmm. and then switching, boom, I'm a rapper now. People right. are like, uh, "No, no, you're not," <laughs> you know. So, but it's you know, it's it's gotten better. The transition has gotten a lot better. Um, but awesome. at the end of the day, you just have to believe in yourself and know that there's people that support you, and go for it. Yeah, you know, you just go for it. Forget sense. what everybody has to say. Okay, because it's your life. <laughs> yeah, what everybody has to say. Yes, ma'am. So how did yeah. you make those shifts? Because you've mentioned like a whole resume of things that you've done. How did you make those shifts in between? Like, okay, I did this. I'm on to the next chapter. I done this. I'm on to the next chapter. Is it like a mindset situation or it was like a let's go. I planned it. Let's execute. I get bored easily. Okay. <laughs> I'm an Aquarius so like we get bored real easily Mm -hmm. and I don't know and plus I okay this might not have anything to do with it but I was a military brat growing up so I never Mm. was in one place at one time was always I was somewhere different I was doing something different Mm -hmm. so I don't know if that just like stuck in my head but Mm. I don't know once I once I do something I always have to complete it though Okay. I have a goal and I always have to reach that goal before I move on to the next thing. Mm. But I don't know. It's just, I, it's just something I like to do, I guess. Like I, I get one thing done. It's like, it's like a stepping stone. Every time I do something, I have to do something better after. I'm oh, not sure why, well, I'm not good. sure why, why I'm like that. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I feel like I, I have, I have passion in a lot of different things. Like I'm, I love mm-hmm. fitness mm-hmm. and I'm not that great of a dancer, but I love to dance mm-hmm. and I love music. So it's every, every single thing that I've done 
has been something that I love. That's so, beautiful. I don't know. I just pursued all of it. <laughs> nice. Because I saw that you sing as well. Like, let's not forget that. Yeah. She's like, yes. <laughs> well, okay. So, um, I'm not like the best singer. I am, I am, I'm very self-conscious when it comes to singing. Like, mm-hmm. crazy. And a lot of people have told me, Candice, you should come out as a singer and not a rapper. And I'm like, really? kidding me no mm-hmm. I should you know like but yeah I, I, def, I definitely sing as well but I'm not Mariah Carey or Beyonce like mm-hmm. I'm more like Drake oh. <laughs> yes 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 it ain't yeah. nothing wrong with that because Drake is making it okay <laughs> real. yes yeah so that's nice and so when situations like that come about of, cho- of choosing singing and rapping, like, will you ultimately mix them together like Drake? Of course. Nice. I'm in the quarantine right now, all the songs I've made are like R&B songs. And oh. a lot of them are singing songs. Yeah. So I have, and on my mixtape, I have one singing song. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the songs that I've made so far in quarantine have been me singing. So okay. I love... I love to do it. It's just, I'm so scared. I'm so scared to get on stage and like go flat or something, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like when you're mm-hmm. rapping, you can mess up the tone and, right. and it's all good, you know, but when you're mm-hmm. singing, like you got to hit it every time, you know, true, so true, true. It, it's a, it, it's a little nerve wracking. Okay. And so to get your creative juices flowing and pumping, you about to get ready to start a new song. What does that process look like? Oh man. I have to be in the mood like I really have to be in the mood like honestly as an artist and I asked asked one of my good friends this because he's he has a couple hits um that have done really really well and I asked him I'm like do you ever get tired of going to the studio Mm. and he's like yeah like I you know I, I sometimes I get tired of going to the studio and I feel like that happened to me um probably like a month ago. I was just like, yeah, because me and Mr. Lee, we had been in the studio like every day I was sleeping in the studio. Like I Mm -hmm. just lived there and it got to a point where I was like burnt out, you know? Right. And I don't know, like I don't, this quarantine, it just really got me in the mood. My creative process is just I hear a beat and I'm like, Hey, like I like this song and I me, it's, I don't really have a process because I love music that much. I can sit around all day. I don't watch TV. I do okay. not watch. I sit around all day and just listen to music. That is what I do. And so nice. I can just sit down and listen to a beat and sometimes I'll write to it. And sometimes I'll get on the mic and I'll just freestyle or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know if I have a creative process. I just, if I feel it, I feel it, you know? Right. Okay. And so what is the situation? Like you mentioned, you may hear a beat and you start writing. Has there been a situation where you started writing first and then was like, hey, Mr. Leaks, he's a producer, right? Yes. Very so. Producer. <laughs> yes. Creative Because <And> so, <laughs> we're definitely going to get into how that collaboration happened with yeah. Boss. We definitely got to talk about your singer. Yeah. And so 
what's the situation with like you and Mr. Lee? Do you write first? And then he's like, Hey, I got a you know certain beat, boom, let's put that together. Or does he give you the beat and then you start writing? How does that process get started with actually getting a song together? Man, it's so different every time, literally mm-hmm. like the first song we made, it took me two days to get the song done because mm. I was so freaking nervous because mm-hmm. it was Mr. Lee. I was like, oh my God, I can't mess up in front of Mr. Lee. Right. So like I wrote one verse and I came back the next day and wrote the second verse. Um, and then a lot of songs on my mixtape, he'd be like, come to the studio and he would cook up a beat right then and there. And that is that. I love seeing that. I don't know <laughs> what it is about like starting from like, being dumb down and all this stuff going and on you know, the like, ending, I, yeah. like, I don't know it just it's just it, I love that so that that'll get me in the mood for real to like right um so he he on most of them he's made the beat and then I wrote to him but sometimes mm-hmm. I'll have like a verse right. and he'll play it and I'm like I got a verse for that and then I'll go <laughs> the verse that I already had like written you know mm-hmm. yeah and sometimes we'll be in the studio and as he's making the beat I'm writing mm. Now that's nice. I like I'm that. Down with the beat. I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm ready. I'm in the booth, you know. And right. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So how did the collaboration, because he's in Houston, right? Dallas. Oh, so he is in Dallas. Okay. And so um, how did you guys meet? How did this collaboration come about? Was a situation like, hey, there's a middleman, or you may went to a function or a shindig and saw him like, ooh, I really got some verses. I want to collaborate with you. How did that conversation come about? So Instagram. Ah, I like this. (laughs) Hit people up. Hit people up, y'all. Like he um I knew he was he was a big name and you know this he's a big name in the South. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows Mr. Lee. If you're into music, you know who Mr. Lee is. And Mm -hmm. he freaking I was having some trouble with the people that I was working with at the time. And so at that point in time, I had stopped working with those people and I was like in a tiff because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't have anybody to work with. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, you know, what the fuck? like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where to go from here. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, let me just reach out to producers. So I was just DMing producers. Hey, how much for a V? Hey, how much for a V? Cause I just wanted to work. I just wanted to just rap. And Mr. Lee was the first one that hit me back. Nice. He told me how much it cost for a beat. And that was it. And I was like, well, I want to collab with you as well. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then he was like, all right, come to the studio. So I was like, bet. And it was like, maybe like 11 o'clock or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm about to book a flight right now and I'm coming. Right. And he was like, hold up. He was like, <laughs> he was like no, no, don't come right now. You are now. ready. <laughs> And at the time, he was, you know, Mr. Lee is so popular that he gets messages like that from people all the time. Like, how right. much we, can I collab with you, you know? So he wouldn't really even pay me any attention. Mm-hmm. He didn't go to my page, nothing. At first, he thought I was a boy. So then the next day, I was like, okay, I'm on my way, you know? And he was like, oh, crap, she's, she's really good. Mm-hmm. So he looked at my page, and he was like, oh, crap, this is a girl. So I get there, and, you know. We collabed, like I said, did one verse, came back the next day, did the second verse. And then 
I sent him some of my music on the way home. He texted me later that night. He was like, your stuff is dope. Nice. He called me in the morning, called me in the morning, and he asked me to be his artist. And then ever since then, it's been history. So reach out to people. Do it. And don't wait for people to come to you. Like, True. Stop waiting for, stop thinking your dream's just going to hop out of the sky. Like, go for it, you know? Yes. Like, and none of that would have happened if I wouldn't have taken an initiative to hit him up, you know? Mm-hmm, Don't mm-hmm. be afraid to do that. So good. So good, Candy. I like yeah. that. And so um, I do want to go back um, a little bit and rewind. I feel like a lot of people go through what you mentioned. So I just wanted to add a little sprinkle to it. You always start off, you know, by yourself and then ultimately you get a team. Sometimes you realize that team may work for you and sometimes you feel like that team may not work for you, right? As you mentioned, the people that you were working with at the time did not work. So instead of you being comfortable and staying with the situation, you were able to get out of it. What would be some encouraging words you would give somebody that's going through that? Because I feel like in the industry, people are so quick, okay, I want to work with you, I want to work with you, knowing in the back of their head that it's not working, they're uncomfortable at this time, they're not progressing on like as far as their journey and where they want to be. And you were able to get out and actually move forward with even probably a bigger producer and artist that you're probably working with in the past. And so what would be some encouraging words for somebody that's going through what you went through in the past? The, the same the same words that uh, we talked about earlier, believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else is going to believe in you. If you don't believe in yourself enough to know that you can do better without um, people that aren't helping you, mm-hmm. they like, what are you doing? You know, like, you, like nobody's, nobody's going to believe in you either. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like I, I just knew, I just knew, I just knew this is what I wanted to do. This is, this is what I was meant to do. Nice. And I had to, I, I had to get out. I don't know if I'm answering this question right, but. No, it's okay. I, I, just believe in yourself and get out of the situation. Like some people are locked in a situation though. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to not be at that point yet. Right. And the reason why I got out of the situation is because it got to that point where I was mm. about to walk into the situation. And then when I read the terms, I was like, eh, eh. and that's when I was like, I'm, you know, I'm better than this. See. Let me move on. Yes. So always read your contracts, always get lawyers, all that, like, you know, um, and be smart about, be smart about what you're doing and, and know that you're good enough to pursue whatever you, whatever your wildest dreams are. That was good, Candy. Look at you. I don't know how to answer that question. That was good. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's, um, um, as far as the song, your single, let's talk about it. Um, it's called Boss. It was a classic beat that came back. You put your words to it and you made it happen. So how was Boss created? Okay, so Mr. Lee was the creative genius he is. <laughs> Thinking about it one day, like two o'clock in the morning, hit mm-hmm. me up. I got a beat. Oh no, I got an idea. And I was like, okay. And he was like, meet me at the studio in the morning. We get to the studio. He's down, 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 making the beat. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so live. And then he was like, you got to pay homage to Mystical. Mm-hmm. I was like, 
okay. So I tried to rap like mystical on the beat. And after that, it was history. It was, I was very difficult rapping like mystical though. He that raps was, so fast. Oh my God. <laughs> what? What? Yes. Anyway, look at me. And I got like, I was, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? Like, mm-hmm. he's so, that's why, that's why I love about Mystical. He's so different. And like, so different. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. nobody, nobody was like that. Right. Like, he's just so lit, you mm-hmm. know? It was, it was hard to to do that, but it was fun. It was really fun. Shout out to Mystical. You, you, Shout you out. Yes. So how would yeah. you describe your sound in particular? My sound. Oh, I get a lot of different things. I hear, I hear, I hear a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really know what I sound like, but I'll just give you what other people tell me. For your style. Ooh. <laughs> I heard, I've heard that I sound when I rap. I'm like I sound like a new age Lil Kim. I, yeah, I can I've see that. that. I've heard that multiple times from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Which I don't have a problem with it because I love Lil Kim. Um, but my my style, I don't know. Maybe I haven't figured that out yet. I'm I don't know. It's okay because I mean you're still at the beginning. Like how long have you been doing this? Rapping for mm-hmm. a long like 10 years that's a very long time well on and off though like seriously like okay I'm about to put a project out it's Mm -hmm. been two years nice okay yeah well I mean you're gonna figure out your style soon I mean you got this you're a professional homegirl you gonna make this happen okay (laughs) I don't know what my style is that's a good question All right. It's, um, um, I saw that you did a, a release party for Boss. How was that created with, you know, Pink Lounge? That was the location, right? So how was that uh, created? How was that created? Mm-hmm. My team, they're just amazing. Nice. And they, yeah, they, um, they did that for me. My release party, it was it was all my team, Amber Southern Fried Marketing, Your Media Bay, this mm-hmm. release one three. Shout out to her. Gay um, you know, everybody, everybody that was there. Kent. I mean, I, I don't really I don't I don't know how it was created. It was my my team. Mm-hmm. They did it for me because I have a wonderful team. Um and yeah, it was uh, it was it was cool. I liked it. It was fun. That's good. Yeah. So being in the industry as far as being an artist, what does your team actually look like as far as like PR, marketing, all that good stuff? So I have Mr. Lee, who was like, he's like the boss of everything, pretty much. I, if it wasn't for Mr. Lee, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't really have a team. Um, so he's like, He's like the top dog that yes and knows everything. Um, and then I have BC Southern Pride Marketing, who's my move around, my move around dad. He's awesome. Um, you know, he's he's the one that knows the radio stations. He knows the clubs, um, you know, the hot clubs, the DJs, you know, all that stuff. Um, and then I have Amber who is like your media bay, who's like my manager. And she, 
she's there for me when I, um, you know, for like photo shoots, booking photo shoots, booking interviews, um, uh, sometimes appearances. Um, she helps me with a lot of different things like hair appointments Uh and makeup. And, you know, my team is, my team is amazing because, they're so overprotective over me. It's funny. Like, I don't know. I don't give my number out to anybody. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they handle all of that kind of stuff. Um, they're just, they're just really good people and they're very genuine. So those are my, you know, three. And then obviously I have like makeup artists, hairstylists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a makeup artist, makeup by beam. Um, she's freaking amazing. Um, so she's on a team. Um, yeah. And we have like camera guys and stuff like that, but those main three people are probably who I would consider like my teeny team. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And Southern Fried Marketing does a lot of marketing, um, as well with like mm-hmm. social media and blogs and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as Amber. So, yeah. I like it. Shout out to Amber. I definitely want to give her a shout out for putting this together. So thank you so much, Amber. Uh, Your media bay, y'all can look her up. As she mentioned, she's awesome. She has a lot of things going for herself. So if y'all looking for a manager, y'all go ahead and hit her up. Um, No, don't hit her up. That's mine now. Okay. (laughs) She's mine now. Well, let me take that back trying to plug her in. I'll take it back. I'm just kidding. I'll take it all the way back. Okay. <laughs> all right. And so this next segment is really my favorite. This is um for people who ultimately want to be in the position of maybe being a fitness model, um, rapper, singer, whatever the case may be, whatever type of gym that you can give them. Because I feel like people have their highs and their low moments. I would like to go ahead and start with your highs. What is a high moment that you can be like, dang, Candy really did that. You know, I put in the work and the proper results came out or even better than what you wanted for it, as far as it coming out. What was that particular um, moment in your life? And I have quite a few of those. Um, <laughs> making the Texans cheer team, that was one. That was a crazy... That is what started all of this, making the Texans cheer team. Because it was like, you know, I was at a place where I was I was really mentally like messed up because I used to be I used to be engaged and I got out of that relationship and I was at a place of like what now because I was pretty much following his dreams and I wasn't like, you know, pursuing my own goals so once I got out of that relationship I was at a place of like oh my gosh what now you know Mm -hmm. and I decided to like change my life around and just become who I know I'm supposed to be and I've never I've cheered you know in high school I cheered in college but I never cheered professionally and cheering professionally is so different than collegiate cheer or high school cheer even competitive cheer it's like it's uh, professional cheerleading is more like dancing. It's more like a palm squad, you know, and I'm not trained in that at all, but by the grace of God, for some reason out of 800 plus women, only 32 made it. And I was one of them. 
and I don't even know how it happened. So after that happened, I was like, oh, I can do anything now. It, after that happened, I was like, oh, it's, it's, it's over. I can do anything now. So making the cheerleading team was a really, really like significant mo moment for me. It was a milestone in my career. And um, another thing was I won a swimsuit pageant uh, way back when, and I worked really hard for that. I worked very hard for that. I mean, two a days in the gym, excruciating pain, being sore, you know, um, it, 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 was, it was difficult. But winning that pageant meant a lot to me because I had worked so, so, so hard for that. Mm -hmm. um, and then dropping my first single, that was, that was, that was, that was crazy, especially when like Bebe played my song on the radio and, you know, when I'll be at the club and I hear my song come on and it's just, it's, it's, it's a really high point for me going from being in college when my parents told me they would, they were going to disown me if I wanted to do music to being at this place right now. It's like, dang, like, you know, I've re I'm really doing this, you know, to actually see it happen. is It's cool. That's beautiful. And congrats. That's something yeah. beautiful that you, yeah. I mean, it may have not been the right time then, but the time is now because you are making it. <laughs> you are doing it, honey. Thank so you. that is good. Congrats to you. Thank you. And so I do want to talk about a long moment that made you question your gifts that God gave you. Anything that happened in the past, I was like, dang, should I really be going this way? Should I be right. going this route? And then on top of that, how did you push through it to continue to, you know, make it happen? Right. Um, a low point of mine was probably when I was telling you about me, that uh, management that didn't work out. Mm -hmm. That was probably one of my lowest points for me. Like, because I didn't, I felt like I had no one. I literally felt like I had no one. And, you know, it was hard for me to get out of that situation. It was hard for me to be like, okay, I'm just, I'm not going to mess with you no more. Leave me alone, you know, um, because in some way, shape or form, they did help me out, you know, mm -hmm. and just to be out here alone, it, it was difficult. Um, but like I said, I believed in myself. I believed in my gift and that's the only thing I had was faith. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, reaching out to everybody that I reached out to you or reached out to and actually getting a response and actually working with someone like Mr. Lee mm -hmm. and him actually believing in me as much as I believe in, believe in myself. It was just yeah. like, everything was just happening and falling into place. And I was like, this is like God, you know, like, yes. you know, mm -hmm. and, that I guess a lot of that's what helped me get through through that situation. Mr. Lee was like an angel because he believed in me when I was the only one who believed in myself. You know, yeah. he he was somebody who really, 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 truly believed in me. So yeah, that helped me out a lot. I love it. All yeah. right. 
And so what is one free advice that you would give somebody um, that's either want to be a fitness model, that wants to be a rapper, wants to be a singer, you know, this is how you may want to get out your contract, or this is the type of resource that I use to get where I am today. Any type of free advice that if somebody listening to this, they can take it away and be like, dang, I'm about to get started with my dream today just because of that advice. Jump. Jump. Oh, okay. Jump. A lot of people are afraid of failure, mm-hmm. so they never jump. They don't do it. Mm-hmm. They're so scared to fail. Yeah. Like, but you have to go in knowing there's going to be some times that you fail, you know? Mm-hmm. Take the risk because if you don't take it, years from now, you're going to be like, dang, what if I would have just, you know what I mean? Definitely. And what if you would have? And it happened, you know, mm-hmm. like, I just hate the feeling of being, because I felt that regret for so many years when I was mm-hmm. in college and I really quit doing music. Yeah. I really quit doing music because of my, my parents. And I was like, for years, I would think like, dang, like, what if I, you know, mm-hmm. what if I really like just went for it? You're right. You know? Yeah. And, and, I, and after, you know, the engagement ended, that's when I was ready to jump. I was, you know, and I jumped and I mm-hmm. went for everything, you know, that I, I thought I could do. I believed I can do everything I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And if you 100% believe in yourself, it's, it's going to happen. So jump, take that. Yes, Candy. Yeah. I love it. All right. So what's upcoming for you? I know we in this pandemic, but yeah. what's upcoming for you as far as like how the people can get in touch with you? via website, handlers, whatever the case may be. What's going on with Candy next? So I am, well, I dropped my single. I just dropped my single, Boss, iTunes, go get that. Um, but I'm getting ready to drop a mixtape. Yeah. Before we drop a mixtape, we're going to drop a single. Okay. Um, Mr. Lee's getting ready to drop an album as well. And then after, I'm dropping mine. Um, but... We don't really have a date for that right now. Right now, we're just trying to get as much, you know, media coverage for, you know, single and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So interviews and, and this pandemic is, you know, what what I've been doing. Rehearsals, I'm rehearsing after this pandemic is over. Mm-hmm. I'm hitting the stages next. So that's going to be super exciting. Um, yes. I have a performance coach who is getting me in tip-top performance mode. And it's very difficult because <laughs> I'm so used to being, you know, hair flip cheerleader mm-hmm. and, you know, and right. it's, she does not want me to be like that. So it's like, <laughs> I'm having to change my whole persona, you mm-hmm. know, to be candy. Um, but it's cool. It's fun. It's a challenge for me. And I like that. Um, so yeah, shows will be next, um, you know, dropping the mixtape. But right now we're just focusing on boss. And we should be dropping a new single very soon. All right. Y'all be on the lookout for that. And listen to Boss for sure. Like she mentioned, go ahead and cop that on iTunes. It is a very hype song. Had me out dancing. I was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So I always end all of our conversations with a motivational moment. It may be a Bible verse, a quote, anything that inspired me and caught my eye. I like to share it with my audience. And also, you know, get a feel for how you felt about 
the uh, whatever I choose at that moment. Okay. So today is a quote. Sometimes you will never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory. So what's crazy is that I feel like this definitely goes in line of what we talked about today. <laughs> when I tell you like 99.9%, it usually goes together. Like, I don't know, God just be blessing me with stuff like this. Like this legit goes hand in hand. We've been talking about this whole time. <laughs> so I'm going to repeat it one more time for the people. Sometimes you will never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory. And this is by Dr. Seuss. It's crazy, right? So when I first saw or heard this, I legit like thought like you mentioned, it's crazy when we go through certain things and you're like, why is this happening to me? Why am I going through this? Like, why is it not working out? Because later when that moment actually comes where you're like, dang, I've made it. You can look back and be like, okay, now I understand why God moved the way he did. Like, I understand why I had to go through that. And with the situation with you, like you mentioned, your parents was in Ford when you were in college, but look at where you are today. So when I saw this quote, I was like, yeah, that's lit because we don't like we always be like, dang, why this, why this? But in the future, it's going to make sense of why that happened, like why that particular moment happened. Why is it now a memory? And I am where I am today as far as the present. So shout out to Dr. Seuss with that particular quote. How do you feel? Okay. I like that. <laughs> you was ready. <laughs> Read it for me one more time. Read it for me one more time. I got you. Sometimes you will never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory. Okay. So what I feel in this quote is that, you know, everybody who is successful, you know, works really hard to get there. And when they get there, You know, it's like they've worked so hard, they don't really stop and appreciate really what's going on. You know what Mm, I mean? Um, It's like, it's like, they're just, they're just living the moment, you Mm -hmm. know, living the moment for however long your run is. Mm -hmm. Say your run is 10 years. That whole, no, let's not go that far. You say your run is a year. That Uh whole year, you just live and live and live and live and live and live and live in the moment. And once that run is over, boom. What now? All you right. have is memory. And you mm. didn't really sit back and just enjoy, you know, what God's blessed you with. So I like it. That right there is a quote. Like yes. definitely live in your moment. Like enjoy it. Take it in. Like, you know, don't don't let it pass you by. And you can't and and all you have left is just a memory. You can't really live it anymore. It's gone. That's now. true. It is. We can't take that back. <laughs> you gotta yeah. understand time is time and once it's gone, that's it. So I thank yeah. you, Candy. I hope you enjoyed yourself. <laughs> I did. I had a good time. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, we want to thank you, ladies and gents, for tuning in at this morning, night, evening, daytime, whatever the case may be. Thank you for sitting down with Candy and I during this was good podcast conversation. And you guys have a great one. Bye. <laughs> Hey guys, for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account b.javon underscore. Javon is spelled J-O-V-A-H-N. You can catch me on Twitter, what's good underscore pod C for Charlie. And then you can also catch me on Facebook at what's good podcast. 
Uh, make sure that you subscribe and also leave reviews for me to also see. And I can also respond back to you guys. Let me know what you're thinking of the podcast and any updates. Thank you. Have a good one.